0: Cue the confetti. Happy 2023 New Year and welcome to Season 5 of the Homeschool Mama Self-Care Podcast. I'm Teresa Wiedrich, the Homeschool Life Coach at CapturingTheCharmLife.com and I'm here this year to help you shed what's not working so you can show up in your homeschool and life authentically purposefully, and confidently. This upcoming season of the Homeschool Mama Self-Care podcast is going to be fun. But before I share with you the details about the season five of Homeschool Mama Self-Care podcast, I want to ask, is it just me? Or is this last week the most relaxed week of the entire year? This week has been a time of assessment and planning for me, For my family and for my intentions towards you. Every year I use Sarah Susanka's book or the questions at the back of her book. Her book is The Not-So-Big Life. You can hear me interview Sarah Susanka at the end of season one of the Homeschool Mama Self-Care podcast. Can I say that enough times? Homeschool Mama Self-Care podcast? This was my all-time favorite interview. This is an author of a book that has had a profound influence on me and my life. Not only did I build my home on the principles, her architectural principles, because she is an award-winning architect, I built my home on the principles of her book, but I've built my life a little more clearly because of the principles in her book. So every year I use the questions at the back of her book, The Not-So-Big Life, to journal and assess what I've learned in the last year and where I'm going for the next year. And girlfriend, I am going to exciting places. This morning on Instagram, I shared something about me. I'm a stellar planner. That's what I shared, that I love, love, love my planners. I prefer paper. Thank you. And I have all sorts of plans for homeschool moms this year. I got clear that I want to focus my life energy and time on helping women shed what's not working so they can do their lives, as you've heard me say, authentically, confidently, and purposefully. And though those words sound good, they're also true. This clarity, though, was mine after I'd already written a book. And after I started this podcast for homeschool moms these last 2 to 3 years i've been clarifying how i can serve you this year you're going to see a boatload of ideas that i wish i had along my homeschool mom journey but i know that the goal for women who want coaching that is is that they get clear on what they need and want that they're as uniquely individual as the children they nurture and they are all at different places along the way, and the goal is for you to get clear on what you need and want. And I know that since you and I have crossed paths and you've hung out with me for a while, whether that's on email or Instagram, Facebook, or on my website, or I should add, my Patreon mom support group, of course, too. Well, if you and I have crossed paths and hung out together for a while, then you're drawn to something about me. I know that I can be a conduit for your growth to where you wanna go. I can be a safe space for you and I can help you clarify where you wanna go in your life. So I'm curious, how do you think I can serve you? I'd love to hear your thoughts, so please connect with me. There are many ways to assess and plan for our new homeschool year for the new year. But if you're looking to plan your 2023 homeschool year and you'd like a little guidance, then I will offer the Re-Envision Your Homeschool and Life Intensive again. We'll set aside time to use those questions at the back of Sarah Susanka's book, The Not-So-Big Life, to help you clarify where you've been and where you're going, both in your life and in your life as homeschool mom. For a few homeschool years there, I would have said to myself, there ain't no way I have time to do this. A midwinter assessment of my homeschool, I'm just barely trying to keep up with the days. Until I realized it helped me determine what was working for me and for my kids. And that was especially important because, you know, slump month is just around the corner. Slump month, post holidays, dark short days, not enough in outdoor time, too much indoor time with the kids, kids that might be bored with routine, mom that might be bored with routine, mom more annoyed with kid conflict and complaining, and now mom is beginning to get exasperated or bored or tired or you fill in the blank, but this is also known as slump month. So that's why I do a midwinter evaluation and I'm offering you that guided opportunity to do it alongside me. It'll be an hour and a half assessing our homeschools with journal questions in a group context of homeschool moms who want to show up on purpose in their homeschool lives. If you want to learn more about that, connect with me. Or if you want to consider personal coaching, one on one coaching, you can connect with me through my website, capturingthecharmlife.com, book a free consultation session. We can begin coaching, but also explore is this coaching thing going to benefit whatever scenario you're thinking about right now? So you can just meet me and see if it works, if we have a rapport, if maybe our time together will help clarify what it is you actually want to work toward, or maybe you already know. This is the time of year, when I was a younger woman, that began the diet season, the new exercise routine season, all the kickstarts for the new year. I am so glad to hear, at least from my girls, that the diet season is a thing of the past, that people are not focusing on their body image and how much they weigh and whether they should fit certain clothes or should look certain ways. They aren't focusing on that the way that my generation certainly did. But this is the season that we typically kickstart new habits, new routines. And though when one of my girls asked if I had any resolutions for this year, the answer is over the last few years, nope. I don't want to resolve to do anything because I don't want to find out mid-February that I no longer want to not not resolve the thing if you get what I mean. So I decided instead to just gently include a few new routines, or at least for the first couple months of this year, and hopefully for the rest of the year too. So here's a few things that I'm including. One is to have a nice cup of hot water with a slice of lemon before I have a couple cups of coffee each morning. January is my kickstart reminder to get into a yoga routine again. And though I have been including yoga since, I don't know, 15 years ago, when I discovered that it has remarkable anti-inflammatory benefits to my body, then I, again, though, am reminded with all these different yoga, free yoga programs for the month of January, like Yoga with Adrian or Boho Yoga, that I actually am able to build in a stronger routine or practice of doing yoga every day. So that's one of the things I'm doing. I'm also exploring my relationship with food with a board-certified holistic health practitioner. If you're part of the Patreon Homeschool Mama support group, you will have met Dina. Dina is a gem, a lovely soul, just an authentic soul that I truly connect with. Dina's here to show me the path towards a healthy, positive relationship with food for me and for my whole family. She says, with greater awareness comes clarity. With clarity comes trusting your body. When you trust your body, you feel free. I'm looking forward to this new opportunity for me this year. And if you want to connect with Dina, you can find her on Instagram. And she has a website, dinabarsala.com slash coaching, D-E-E-N-A. B-A-R-S-E-L-A-H dot And this year, I'm going to begin official life coaching certification, which, if you know me, was an internal challenge because I resist letters after my name, or I should say I resist being the kind of person that tells you that I have letters after my name. There is a reason that you don't often hear me say that I do indeed have a Bachelor of Science in Nursing. But though I may have spent enough hours in coaching or therapy to maybe suggest that I could have unschooled those unofficially, yeah, I know you can't unofficially unschool therapy school, but if you could have, I think I have. But my 2023 is when I'm going to work towards certification, despite my decades of already developing my practice and already fully engaged in the practice of coaching. And the last routine I want to share with you is that I'm pulling out my UV light in time for the darkest aspect of our year. It helps me offset seasonal affective disorder and curb slump month. So what routines are you including in your new year? Are there certain routines that will help you offset slump month? Hands down, one of the most effective approaches to dealing with slump month is not just a UV light. It is also building community that genuinely supports you. A place where you feel like you belong. Can you give yourself that gift of community this year? Because this homeschool mom thing means that you need connection with other people that actually get you. They intuitively get you. This homeschool mom thing means that you have a disproportionate amount of time talking about wildcrats or Lego builds or in my world it was Barbie weddings or trying to put together a slime building business or playing shoots and ladders, or Professor Noggins games, or what would you add? You just do a lot of that. And this homeschool mom thing means you have more people in your world that usually don't have a clue what your life is like, and they don't necessarily appreciate all the stressors or the challenges around your homeschool mom life, like your school neighbors, the grocery cashiers, maybe your in-laws, the cousins. You need a place to let your hair down, talk about the hardest things in homeschooling without judgment, and find a way to process the things that you're learning about you. That's why I've offered the Patreon support group. This January, these are the three offerings for the support group. We're having a live discussion with Pat Fenner on taking stock. Of our homeschools and our lives, and the principles that we've used in our homeschools to plan for the upcoming year. On January 10th, we're going to have our support chat where you can bring your real concerns and maybe a tipple of Bailey's if you've got some left over. And we'll chat about anything you want to discuss homeschooling, 2023 plans, or your New Year's hopes and intentions. We'll be discussing big magic. Elizabeth Gilbert's big book, Big Magic, about fostering your creativity in your homeschool mom life. This is a very popular book for a reason. It is big energy and so much fun. So here's why you should join the Patreon community in two words, community and support. If you're looking to do your 2023 homeschool year alongside this kind of a community, a supportive, authentic community, then you're invited. We want to both be the community for other women and also receive that community from other women. Every month you get to be part of an extended live interview with a past podcast guest or an author, podcaster or coach that can benefit you. You're invited to join the support chat where we connect and share in our homeschools how we're showing up and just a fun getting to connect time for moms. And you'll get discounts on group coaching and one-on-one coaching opportunities and discounts on self-directed courses on de-schooling, self-compassion, addressing overwhelm, a retreat, and building boundaries. If you want to curb your slump month challenges this year, join us, get support. Whether you're part of the Patreon support group or not, you might want to check out the group coaching offering for January and February. This is a routine that I really should have had, especially in my earlier years. We can address our diets. In early January, we think about addressing our diets, or we think about creating new exercise routines, or we think about adding some more book options for our Goodreads list. Is that just me? We have all sorts of different practices to, you know, kickstart the first day of the first year, and we do that for a few months, and then it kind of fades, and then we kind of forget about it, and then move into spring. But I think if we could include this every year as a practice, we would benefit everyone in our lives, and most definitely us. And here's what it is. As homeschool moms, we need to nurture the nurturer. We need to assess our approaches to our big emotions. Assess whether we're creating enough space for ourselves. Assess the actual activities that are nurturing us. I think it would benefit us all as homeschool parents if every January we didn't just check out our diet again and our exercise routine and all the things like that. But if we also asked ourselves, how are we addressing our big emotions? How are we talking to ourselves? How are we dealing with the things that are most internally challenging for us? Are we including self-compassion strategies? you know, straight up, if someone had told me, you should like do a group coaching session on self-compassion strategies. If they had said that in my early homeschool years, I a would not have known of what they were talking about because I've homeschooled long enough that I probably started before this book by Kristen Neff came out. But self-compassion strategies, it just sounds kind of, well, weird. That's what I would have thought. But then I spent years struggling to deal with my big emotions. I spent years not feeling good enough. And then I was finally open to listening to something that would help me address that stuff. You've heard me share about that one particular homeschool day that I was especially frustrated. Well, there's been more than one, of course, but I do recall a very specific day. Let's consider what might have been frustrating me what might be frustrating you on a particularly challenging day. I can say from my playbook, the things that trigger me the most are when children aren't being kind to each other. If kids are bickering or fighting or squabbling over something that I deem inane and it happens all day long. And I'm just being frank here. Yeah, I know kids have their needs and they have their concerns and their kids. So, of course, they're going to care about what they're going to care about. But as the mother, after a while, when you're with all of that all the time, it gets to be kind of a lot. Or how about when nobody wants to do something that you've so lovingly planned or even that you were excited to put together for them and they are bored, antsy, annoyed, I know for sure that the house being a mess was definitely a trigger for a long time. Apparently, I have gone past that because (laughs) I am cool being in my closet with the kitchen being a disaster right now. I'm good. I know I didn't feel supported. I felt disconnected from others, especially around my homeschool choice. But even in general, I didn't feel connected. You know, there were a couple things that might have been going on for me. So if someone had said, hey let's do self-compassion strategies. I would have said, wait, what? Except that I remember this one day that I was really frustrated. Don't remember the story, but I remember feeling really intense and I really wanted to text my husband and just process something through text, you know, as one does. But since he wasn't responding to his texts, uh, he happens to work in Emerge, so he was probably doing something more emergent than his wife losing her stuff at home. I had to figure out what else to do. Call my friend, of course. <laughs> what else would I do? He's not available. What about my friend? Well, it turns out she was too busy to respond too. So what's a homeschool mama to do? I just instinctively brought myself over to a mirror in my bathroom and talked to myself. It's weird, but it works. I needed someone to witness my frustration. I would have said I needed someone to witness or really hear why I was angry, but when I looked into that mirror, I didn't just see someone angry, I saw someone that felt really sad. I'm really confused, like, what am I supposed to do with this scenario? I don't know what to do. I'm frustrated. I think it's supposed to be this way. The child or the kids, whatever the scenario, they're not engaging this the way that I think is the right way to do it, or I don't know what was going on. But I was just really frustrated and sad. And when I looked into my eyes and I said, hey, you're having a moment. Sometimes parenting or mothering or homeschooling is hard, but you've got this. I care about you. I'm sorry you're frustrated. That I didn't even know was a self compassion strategy. And I'll tell you, to my utter surprise, it worked. It was therapeutic. Kristen Neff in her book Self Compassion says, with self compassion, we give ourselves the same kindness and care that we'd give to a good friend. And that's what I was doing when I was looking into that mirror. Self-compassion can begin when we're treating ourselves like our own best friend. So I think a new year that didn't just begin with a new exercise regime or a new Spotify playlist for the homeschooled kids, which by the way is a totally cool idea, but all of these things are fun. But I think the biggest payoff, the biggest benefit to our homeschools and our lives would be to nurture the nurturer. And we can nurture the nurturer by being straight up about our emotions, being honest about how we really feel in different scenarios, and finding strategies to deal with those big emotions. So on January 19th, I'm going to offer an intensive self-compassion for the homeschool mama. This intensive will be a one and a half hour group chat for no more than six people. What we'll do is establish what we need most. What we'll do is determine which big emotions need immediate addressing, establish what we most need, and develop a plan for growing self-awareness. We'll assess our relationships, our needs, and our relationship with ourself, which I would suggest is the base relationship, so I've learned. The one that impacts all the other things. And we're going to talk about practical self-compassion tools and techniques, a plan for practicing those tools and actually implementing them in your real homeschool life, addressing boundary challenges, and building on you, your identity, who you are. The last strategy that I think you can use to offset the slump month is to continue to listen to this podcast because I am bringing you something fun in season five. Over the last year, I have offered a Homeschool Mama book club for each month. This Homeschool Mama book club is an opportunity to figure out how important influencers shift how we show up in our homeschools. And also just to get really great ideas in how we can approach our homeschool lives. Authors of books, homeschool books, are some of our homeschool influencers. I think the greatest influencer is actually you. What you allow yourself to think influences how you feel, which influences how you engage in your homeschool and your life. And I know you, if you are listening to the podcast, you want to show up in your homeschool intentionally. In fact, I think whether you're listening or not, if you're a homeschool mom, you want to show up intentionally. But we have to be intentional about who influences us in our homeschool. The Instagram accounts that we often scroll through, Facebook groups that we decide to connect with, or the TikTok channels that draw us in, or the YouTube channels that draw us in, these are our influencers. And also the books we read, Of course, I'm a homeschool mom, so I've read a bajillion read-alouds. And I mean, like, actually a bajillion read-alouds. But I read books now from the homeschool world, books about self-development, books about people, stories, just fun stories. I read all over the place. And I have been grateful for every author and how they can help us to see things from a different perspective or to get some skills or tools that we hadn't considered before. We can be reading beyond read-alouds, although, girl, I know, you're already reading a lot. You're doing a lot. So that's why I'm offering you the Homeschool Mama Book Club, because you don't need to read the book. You'll know I have. I'll bring principles that I believe can influence our homeschools to the book club once a month, like this book club offering this month is Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert, and we'll talk about how we can incorporate creative practices for us in our homeschool lives. So guess what we're going to do this season five of the Homeschool Mama's Self Care Podcast? There, I said it again. (laughs) It is to explore some of the books that we have engaged in the Homeschool Mama Book Club. I'll bring to you three to five concepts that can be useful from books that we've read and discussed and that I believe will be useful influencers in our homeschool life. Here are some of the books that we read and discussed last year. Alison Gopnik's The Gardener and the Carpenter, Marie Forleo's Everything is Figureoutable, Brene Brown's Atlas of the Heart, Gordon Neufeldt's Hold On To Your Kids, Gretchen Rubin's Happiness At Home, Sarah Susanka's Not So Big Life, Marshall Rosenberg's Nonviolent Communication, Amy Morin's 13 Things Mentally Strong People Don't Do, Julie Bogart's Raising Critical Thinkers, and Kara S. Anderson's More Than Enough and my book, Homeschool Mama Self-Care, Nurturing the Nurturer. I'm looking forward to connecting with you once a month at the book club. When you join for a year, you're going to receive a discount and a free download copy of my book. And in season five of this podcast, we're going to learn from each of those authors, but we're also going to connect in with authors of homeschool books, that you already know as well, like Amber O'Neill's A Place to Belong. And I'm hoping to connect with Jennifer Pepito. And if anybody knows Elizabeth Gilbert or Brene Brown, send them my way because I'd be delighted to interview them as well. (laughs) Gotta hope. To close this first episode of season five, I want to share a love letter with you, homeschool mama, for your 2023 year homeschool. Once upon a time you likely told yourself you have one of the best jobs in the world. You took on this job and no one expected you to. Now you've discovered that it's a challenge to build into you, your needs, your wants, when you're doing this homeschool thing. But it can be done, and it will be done, as you continue to move forward, instill habits and practices that will nurture the nurturer too you get to watch your kids grow up right before your eyes you get to watch them learn chess moves at three win chess games with their dad at eight and win enough chess games to find yourself in the newspaper this last december you get to see your kids vivacious animated personality create a successful youtube channel you get to watch her apply to fashion school you get to watch Your child's fascination with dolphins turn into online biology classes. You get to watch their people-watching passions turn into social sciences degree. You get to watch their history-reading preoccupation turn into a Greek and Latin history double major. You get to see them develop their interests as they grow into adulthood. And you get to develop your interests, too. If you're interested in Greek mythology, you can buy a book, read the book with your kids, take courses online, build Greek columns from sugar cubes, wrap yourself in white sheets, make a crown of grape leaves, and have your kids feed you grapes and olives and wine on the living room floor, and call that social studies. You get to dabble in your interests, just like you encourage your kids to dabble in theirs. You get to start home businesses, start Etsy shops, Create a work life around your homeschool or a homeschool around your work life. You get to do the homeschool huga. Isn't it funny how outsiders think that we're tethered to all things uncomfortable? Meanwhile, our homeschools are slowly, steadily moving towards huga. Don't they know that we choose to let the kids sleep in if they want? Do they know that we don't feel pressured to follow cultural trends? Nor do we often even know about them. Do they not know we get to move at the flow of our family and we influence the flow of our family to fit our needs too? We get chocolate chip cookies with math workbooks, family room fires with afternoon reading, tea and essential oils throughout school days, and candlelight just because. Mama, has anyone told you that you have one of the best jobs in the world? Homeschooling can be a challenge to maintain Mama's self-care, but this homeschool lifestyle can also be a charmed life that encourages Mama's self-care. It's a challenge to build your needs, your wants, your personality into your homeschool world, but it can be done. And it will be done. As you move forward, instilling those habits and practices to take care of you, too. I wish for you and your family this 2023 health and happiness as you learn to nurture the nurturer. Now cue the confetti! Sprinkle that congratulations on my text messaging because, girlfriends, we are going to do this 2023 together. You got this, girlfriend.